What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Latinally, the podcast that is untamed, uncensored, and unapologetic. How are we doing? It's Friday, and um, I'm so happy that you are here tuning in, hanging out with me. So let's hop into it because today's episode is a doozy, and it's a very tricky, sticky, pickly subject, and that is the subject of in-laws ooh chile and have I dealt with fucking in-laws okay now the majority of you who listen to me are much older not much older let me let me rephrase that my core audience is my age Stow. <laughs> um that's how I'm gonna t- I'm gonna speak from the mindset of me now because um, when this question was initially asked to me uh, when I first launched the show, that's how the that's how it came to that's how this topic came to be. I was DM'd by um, a girl early twenties, and she was in her she's in a relationship with her boyfriend. They both live at home, and her man's mom doesn't like her for no reason, and she wanted me to talk about it in regards to how I would deal with it. And, you know, (laughs) and I have my fair share of dealing with that. I've been my husband for eight years. The first four years of our relationship on both sides, both sides, my parents and his parents (sighs) was a shit show. And when I said, let me refer, it, it was more family. So his family, my family, it was a shit show. It was not fun. It was awful to the point where he and I both acknowledge to this day that if we did not move out when we did as early as we did, because I didn't want to move out at 22. Like I wanted to like stack my money up. I wanted to be in a better situation, but he and I both acknowledge that if we did not move out when we did, we probably wouldn't be together. And, you know, it's hard because People will get divorces because of in-laws. People will break up because of in-laws. And my husband and I were one of those couples who, if we did not get our own space, our own life, there was no way we were going to make it. And in addition to getting our own space in our own lives, my husband and I both acknowledged that we had to set certain boundaries with our families. And the best way to do that in our situation was to move out. That was step one. And, you know, when he and I were younger and we were living at home, it's so difficult because you can't escape. You know, odds are you being around each other, even just to hang out and watch a movie, you're probably going to do it in your in one of your parents' houses, right? Because that's where you live. And so if one set of parents doesn't like you know, who you're with, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't escape it. Like your man could go home, but you still have to face your parents, which makes you, which makes you feel like shit. And then imagine how it made your man feel. So it's just fucked up all around. And, you know, and the thing is, is like, even when you move out, you know, when my husband and I moved out, you know, (laughs) we had a housewarming for our apartment. 
and my husband and my dad almost got into a physical altercation. It's one of the worst days of my life. And so I can't tell you that moving out, moving out saved my husband and I, but it didn't necessarily make all the problems go away. Okay. But it made it easier to deal with those problems together because we did have our own space and we did not have to be surrounded by our parents, you know, constantly. Do you know what I mean? And it made it easier to cope with it and find a resolution is my point of moving out. And when that all happened with my dad and my husband, we weren't even engaged. Like we had just moved into our spot together and we had a housewarming. And, you know, I had to make a very difficult decision that day and I had to choose between my parents and my husband. And I chose my husband because... Yes, I was born into my family. My family is very important to me. But my husband is the family that I chose. My husband is the family that I choose every day. My husband is the family that I am building. My husband is home. So, and even then I felt that way. And that's what I had to do. And I think for the the my listener who DM'd me, you know, I think that's what she wanted her man to do. And I think that it's it's very difficult to be on either side of the spectrum, right? Because I've had it where my parents don't like my husband and my pa- and my husband's family does didn't like me. So I know both sides. So when it comes to my, you know, when it's your own parents who don't like your your person, you need to make a decision. And I, I made the decision that I would want my husband to make. And so if you're in that situation, you need to think about, okay, well, if the, if the, if the roles were reversed, what would you want your man to do? You feel me? And make that decision. It's fucking difficult. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not fun, but it is what it is. And you know, like my mom and my husband have exchanged words. And before I start, let me just real quick. Before I even continue, everyone is great. (laughs) Like, yeah, like now my husband's family and I, there are some, you know, (laughs) lingering silent issues. But as far as overall, everyone's great. So there is a light at the end of the really fucked up tunnel that you probably go through with your in-laws. So there is a light. But getting back to it, you know, my mom and my husband have exchanged words, clearly my dad and my husband. And so it's, it's really, really shitty. Nobody says it's great or easy or whatever. But I think when you're young, the short answer of how to deal with it, you know, because even when we were young, you know, my, my husband's parents or his family did not like me, specifically his sister and his dad. And to be honest, you could tell you could tell me until your fucking face turns blue. They didn't like me and nothing will ever sway me to believe that they did. It just it's impossible. And, you know, and the thing is, is that it was it, nothing ever happened. Like no one ever like turned up on me or got lit like no one. Nothing ever happened. My sister-in-law just wouldn't acknowledge me and she just, you know, I would hear things that she felt about me or whatever, 
But she never really said anything to me. She would really just treat me like I was like a piece of furniture in the house and just didn't pay attention to me. And she would just be dismissive of me. Like, again, just pretend I didn't exist. My father-in-law, on the other hand, was a little more verbal with his feelings. Not so much that he never blatantly came out and said, I don't like you. But, you know, he would, he would, um, I just hit the microphone so hard, (laughs) but he would, you know, like there was one time where we were all together and he came out and he was like, you're taking my son away from me. And it was very serious and sentimental and whatever. But that truthfully was his reason for not liking me. You know, I was taking his best friend away and, um, yeah, <laughs> he was, you know, some, some women be like, oh, well, I'm not trying to take him away from his family. Yeah. Shit. Especially with how I felt that nobody fucked with me and nobody liked me. I was like, hell yeah. I was like, hell yeah. And I, I looked at his dad and I was like, I'm sorry that you feel that way. But unfortunately, um, it's true. I am, you know, he's mine and he, you know, I'm building a life with him. And I was young. We were so young. We didn't even fucking live together. We would just, I didn't even have my job, like my career yet, nothing. And I was like, yes, I am. So that probably didn't help. But, uh, but yeah, he was like, you're taking my son away from me and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yep. <laughs> yep, I am. And, um, you know, but his, his dad and I were, would always like talk about things. And the thing is that even though I felt like he didn't like me and even though I felt that there was a lingering conflict, none of our conversations resulted in like an altercation no screaming or anything like that. Like nothing ever got turned up. And, you know, just because there was an issue doesn't mean that we just can't have a conversation like two adults and not fucking, you know, lose our shit. You know what I mean? So that's why I never really like my husband never felt the need to ever do anything because I would just hold my own in these conversations because, again, it was a conversation. It wasn't an argument. And, um, you know, and if God forbid something ever did happen, you know, let's say if it was me and his dad and it ever did get crazy, you know, my husband and I made an agreement a very long time ago that if, you know, something were to happen you know, if it happened right then and there and it was wildly disrespectful and it just was like, you can't let it go. Okay, fine. Handle it. But if something happens and, you know, you're feeling uncomfortable or like you feel some kind of way about it and it wasn't really that crazy, but like you feel some sort of a way, we would handle our own parents. That's the agreement that we made. Like you handle yours, I'll handle mine. And the reason for that is because you need to find a balance especially when it comes to your in-laws, because at the end of the day, that's the family you were born into. That's never going to change, right? So you need to find a balance. And that balance is also having respect for your significant other and their family because they love their family, you know? And I think that's one of the first things that I can tell you is you need to find a balance. The second thing is that you need to communicate. You know, like, even though... When we were living with our parents, like I physically couldn't do anything because we lived at home. You know, I had we had to roll with the punches, but I always let my husband know. Like I always told him he always told me too. we were always very open and honest with each other about how our parents made each other feel. And now in our marriage, if something happens, it's not like it's out of the fucking blue. 
it's not like it's like, where did this come from? It's like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you talk about a situation for a long time and then shit hits the fan, it's not like, what the fuck? Like, you kind of know it's been building. I.e., my husband and my dad almost, you know, getting physical, whatever. So, you know, communicate. Like, you have to talk to each other, you know? And also, too, you have to be specific, like when you're talking to your man, like you can't be like, oh, your mama's a bitch. Like you can't, like you can't do that. So when you're talking to your significant other, like when you're talking to your man or whatever, like you need to identify specifically what happened and what irritates you or makes you feel uncomfortable about your in-laws. That's number one. Like I said, you you can't be reckless at the mouth <laughs> talking crazy shit. Like, you know what I mean? And in that, you need to also find your partner's support. Like, you need to get to a spot where, like, your man supports how you feel and he acknowledges it. Again, like, if his mom did something to you, you're not going to be like, you know, you, you don't want him to go and, like, punch her in the mouth. But you just want him and you don't want him like pop off on her and start fucking flipping out on her. But you want him to say, I acknowledge it. And that way, in the future, he can be on the lookout for, you know, those instances that happen. Because I'll tell you one thing. And this shit is done strategically. All the shit that I've ever dealt with with any of my in-laws happens when my fucking when Victor is not in the room. Oh my God. <laughs> and it drives me fucking insane. It would drive me nuts. And like, for example, on Easter, I got into, this is this past Easter, like I'm pregnant Easter, right? I get into a conversation with his, with his mom. And it turned out to be like a really shitty conversation. It, it it was uncomfortable. It was it was very like just it was pointing the finger and a lot of just and it came out of fucking nowhere. This conversation, it kind of had me like, what the fuck? Like a lot of attitude, out of like animosity and a whole night. It was very off. It was very strange, and I had never dealt with this with his mom before. And. I was so thrown off by it. Like it blew my mind. And sure enough, it was the moment that my husband left. Like he and his dad left to go do something and then boom, it happened. And then when they got back, conversation was done. (laughs) I was like, bro, is this a joke? (laughs) Is this a fucking joke? So I'm like, okay. That conversation was very strange and made me feel some kind of a way, but it's fucking Easter, so I'm not about to get lit. So let me just keep it cute and I will discuss it with Victor in the car. So I told him what happened. He obviously got turned up and got upset. He was like, really? And I wasn't there and blah, 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 the whole fucking night. And like, it was just odd. It was so strange that it happened. And, you know, like I said, with his family, there's some like lingering, you know, things not with 
my immediate in-laws, but like just his extended family in general. And, you know, this applies to everybody. Truthfully, any in-law doesn't matter if it's his immediate family, extended fucking friends, whatever it, the same rules apply all around. And so, you know, I told my husband, I was like, listen, I was like, babe, I don't know what the fuck happened. I handled myself. You know, I basically, you know, and I told him and I told him, I said, listen, during that conversation, I kind of had to put your mom in her place a little bit. So like, if she tells you that I said something or I was foul or whatever, like that's what it was. And I told him verbatim what happened. And then again, I had to tell Victor fucking verbatim, boom, 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 boom. This is what happened. And this is what she said. And then I said this, and I said it like this and this tone and whatever, because the last thing that I needed was for shit to get flipped and switched and turned over and fucking mixed up. And my husband be like, well, you didn't tell me that. And blah, 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 blah. So I let him know. I was like, babe, I had to use this tone with your mother. So if she tells you something, this is what it is. And that's how it happened. Whatever. And he was like, okay, okay, okay. You know, whatever. And he let him all over. He let it, he let it marinate, you know, cause I told him, I said, I said, baby, handle it how you want to handle it. I handled it right then and there, but you know, whatever, but it, it, it can't happen again. It cannot happen again. And I said, so balls in your court you handle your mama the way you want to handle it. And he did he handled it his own way. Part of it. I didn't like, but it is what it is. It's not going to happen again. But the point is, is that I did not, I don't ever say anything wrong or let me phrase that. I don't ever say anything foul about his family. And he doesn't ever say anything foul about mine either. No matter what situation we were in the past, present and future, nothing. I'm never going to come out and say some foul shit because at the end of the day, one of my favorite phrases, that's my family too. I married him. You feel me? And so, but again, I'm not just a blatant, like disrespectful person. Like I'm not about to be like, Oh, you know, like your, your mom's a bitch or your dad's a this. And, and cause they're not those things, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not just going to be hurtful because I feel hurt. You saw, you just, what I'm saying like, you kind of need to be an adult <laughs> and you know, also to like, you need to like, if you, like, if your man says, okay, cool, I'm going to handle it. Let them handle it, please. Like, and I'm not going to even going to like, I'm not even going to go into what if he's a mama's boy and what if he's the, I'm not even going to go into that, but you need to lay it out black and white. This is how I feel. This is what I need from you. And we can, so we can move on. Okay. And if your man is like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll talk to her. So be it. Okay. But the first thing you need to do is you need to open your fucking mouth. Oh my God. I cannot tell you how important that is. I know I said it in the beginning, but that's, you need to open your mouth. Okay, please, because nothing's going to get done if your man doesn't know how you feel. Also, and this is a tactic I like to use as well. Now, call it petty, call it what have you. I like to be overly nice. 
because I have been trying to practice the art of unbotheredness for a very long time. And I have yet to master it. However, when I act as though I don't give a fuck, if you do it for long enough, you're not going to, right? So when it comes to in-laws that I really don't fuck with, that like I have to see or whatever, I kill them with kindness. I do my best to be kind. And I do my best to not let shit bother me. And I also be, I, I'm also very like aloof and kind. Like I'm aloof to the point, like I'm, I'm someone who's very observant. And that's my problem is I observe everything. I observe the way you say it. I observe how you say it, the way you looked at me when you said it, the tone of your voice. Like I, and I nitpick. So when I say aloof, like I just, don't even pay. Like I try to not pay attention because if I pay attention, that's when I start to get irritated because then that's when I notice the tone and the body language and the this and the this and the dip. And all I do is stress myself out, to be honest with you. So I try to be aloof. I try to kill them with kindness. And also, and I told this to my husband too, also to, 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 to prevent any like <laughs> issues just to be safe, please don't vent to your parents or your in-laws about your issues in your relationship. Because I told my husband, I said, is there a reason why, like, I feel like, you know, so like, is there a reason why so-and-so could feel this way about me? And he looked at me and he was like, well, yeah, because there was this one time that we got into an argument and like I told them this, that and the third. And then they kind of low, like they looked at me like all kind of like weird, like they never looked at me before. And I think they were kind of judging you. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and it was because of a fight that we had. And in my opinion, your issues in your relationship are no one else's business. So and. The thing is, is like, you know, you can't, you, you, I I don't share anything. Like I'll share if we got into an argument, but I don't share what the argument was about to anybody because it's nobody's business. And then at the same time too, it allows them, it gives them ammo to, to create a negative narrative of who you are. Even now, even now I'm with my husband almost 10 fucking years and what I just told you happened like a year ago. You feel me? So just, you know, just just find a journal or find a fucking girlfriend to talk to. Because, because you know, it's just too much sometimes. Too fucking much. Another thing too, you know, like you need to like if, put boundaries Okay, but with my situation with my with 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 Victor, we have to put the boundaries within our own parents, meaning if I feel some kind of way, it's my husband's job to relay that boundary to his parents. And the reason is because, like I said before, that's the agreement that we had. It's much easier for you to talk to your own parents than it is for your significant other to talk to your parents, because if your other talks to your parents, it could turn into an altercation very quickly. And that's not what you want. 
You feel me? So, you know, I, I like that strategy a lot. (laughs) I really do. So, you know, boundaries. Another thing too, that you could try to do is try to limit your amount of time with them. You know what I'm saying? Just maybe like once a month, twice a month for a couple hours here and there. And also too, when you live on your own, you're like, all right, I could deal with you for four hours. I could deal with you for six hours. You know what I'm saying? Limit your time. Okay. And again, you know, you really need to, I cannot stress this enough. You really need to be fluidly open with your partner about why you feel the way that you feel. And if you're, partner is failing to understand or failing to comprehend what you're saying, you need to then flip it and you need to say, okay, well, what if they did this to you? It's so strange, but when you do that, it's like a fucking light bulb goes off. You know what I'm saying? And you can honestly find a really great solution with your partner when you do that. And I think that the main goal here, because let's be honest, if you have people that don't like you, (laughs) odds are you're not going to change the way they feel about you. It's just not going to happen, right? The only thing that you can do is change how you react to certain things. And truthfully, when it came to my in-laws, I think they realized, you know, I'm his wife. I'm not going anywhere. And... I'm not a shitty person. You might not like the decisions I make or you might not fuck with my personality, but I'm not a bad person. And the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, your family member who I'm married to, like my man, his life is exponentially better because of me. He has his life because of me. And, you know, Only two people in his entire family have ever admitted that they acknowledge that. And believe it or not, one of those people is my sister-in-law. And, you know, you just have to, you have to find, again, find your balance. And you also need to try to realize one very important thing is that in these little minute moments that you have with your in-laws, they do not They do not, do not, do not overthrow, overshadow all of the moments that you have alone with your partner because the, the, the moments you have with your partner is your life. Okay. And you know, as infuriating as it can be, okay. You know, you have to remember that and you, you can't let yourself get out of control either. You can't go wilding out and, and you can't give your partner a reason to not have your back. And truthfully, in my situation, that's all I've ever needed. I didn't give a fuck who didn't like me. What I don't, I did not care at all. The one thing I care about is that you're going to respect me always. And my husband is going to have my back. Other than that, I'm chilling. I don't give a shit if you don't like me from a whole no, I don't care. My husband has my back and you respect me. Period. Those are my only two things. And my husband knows that. And you know, I understand what 
what what what Victor's feelings are also, you know? And so once you find that balance within your relationship, then you can find a balance with those around you. And you will be successful because I promise you there is a solution to every single thing that happens. Okay? And I really hope that if you are if you are in this situation that you find your resolution because I'm telling you one thing, we do not need any more divorces. We do not need any more loveless relationships, okay? So please, because this one thing can break your family up 100%, okay? So I hope you take my words. I hope they helped you. I hope my advice or my stories helped you and enlightened you or whatever. And also, let me say this too. I love my in-laws. Okay. (laughs) So this is really, this episode is really just to help you in regards to the situations that I've had with my in-laws in addition to the ones that Victor has had with my family. So everyone is great. Everyone loves each other. I have no beef. I have no qualms. I have no issues. So that's just a disclaimer for all of you listeners out there. Like I don't have any issues with my in-laws. Like I said, with my husband's extended family, there are some little, you know, drops here and there of some issues, but who doesn't? You also have to remember, and I'll leave you with this. You also have to remember that when you marry into a family, they are your family and no family is perfect. Okay. So I hope you take that. I hope you use the tools and the advice that I gave you. I hope it works for you. And I appreciate you all tuning in with me on this Friday afternoon. uh, uh, I think it's, I think it's supposed to be nice. I don't know. I think it's glue. I don't know. The weather just needs to, I don't know. It's a beautiful day because you're alive and you woke up and you're great. (laughs) Again, thank you so much for listening to me. I will talk to you guys next Friday. You can catch us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts and Anchor. I appreciate you all so much. I will talk to you next week. I'm Kai Rose. This is Latina Lee, and I'm signing out. Bye.